Modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads. Just a couple of dudes talking news, sports, and guns. What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dads podcast. My name is Jeremiah Johnson, alongside Kelly Stevens. What's up, Kelly? Good afternoon, everybody. What a great day. Yes, yes, ladies, calm down, please. Yes, yes, yes. it is Kelly Stevens, <laughs> but this is a guy show. Okay, anyway. Well, hey, we're so glad that you're joining us. This is episode number 23. We're a couple dudes talking new sports and God. Thanks, as always. Please like, share, subscribe. We just give shout outs to all of our fans all across the world, right, Kelly? Yes, we do. Thank you. We Belgium, do it without you. Slovenia, Canada. <laughs> Iceland and Germany. Those we are, are big in Iceland. Yeah, man. I'm super excited about that. And it is a different audience than the Grace Point Daily. It's another podcast that I'm a part of. So we've got different audiences, different places in the world. Isn't that cool? So talking news, sports, and God, we hope that we encourage you, that we entertain you. Always so much happening in our world today. So let's dive right into it. Uh, it is NBA season, and we are now down to the finals almost. The Golden State Warriors just swept the Portland trailblazers last night so we know it's going to be golden state versus milwaukee or toronto who's it going to be uh, it's going to be the warriors versus milwaukee i'm pretty sure the warriors are going to win and then uh <laughs> yeah it's what we all assume so let's get on with it anyway i get to super excited kelly about some of the tech that comes alongside of the nba so here we go game time get courtside seats for nba playoffs without leaving your living room how we were transported via Oculus virtual reality headset to, to Viscera Forum. TNT has exclusively produced virtual reality broadcasts via its free NBA on TNT VR app powered by Intel True VR, which you can watch using your smartphone. So this is awesome. I love going to live NBA games. I've been to NBA games in Minneapolis, Denver, Phoenix, Sacramento, Salt Lake City. Uh, and so I've been to some different places to see NBA games. I love it, but it is very expensive. You are blessed, my friend. I have never been to a pro uh, basketball game. Never. They're, they're very good, but and they're very family friendly. Not quite as expensive as the NFL, but they are pricey nonetheless. So this is a cool way of potentially getting around that. The Oculus goggles, like I said before the show, cost about three hundred ninety nine dollars. And so I got to check this out. I'm, this is very interesting to me. Uh, you know. For me, because I'm an old guy, I can't imagine it, but I, it just sounds exciting. <laughs> well, two quick stories along this I was thinking of. Number one, when back when I was a youth pastor, back when I was a youth pastor in Northern California, I actually had some NBA tickets bought to me at uh, Pastors Appreciation Month in October. That's like a holiday or whatever we celebrate for pastors. I know you guys are going to get me a Tesla this year, but anyway. It's on the uh, way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, they bought me Lakers Kings tickets, and then they bought the senior pastor, Kansas City Chiefs, Oakland Raiders tickets because he was a big NFL Chiefs fan. Wow. So we ended up swapping tickets so we could go to both games together. They spent about $250 on my tickets. And so we went to Sacramento Kings or Kings Lakers. I'm a big Lakers fan. I was able to see Kobe. Well, we were kind of joking on the way there. We're like, you know, we should just try and hawk these tickets and take the money and then we'll <laughs> go to Buffalo Wild Wings and yes. eat all you can. Well, we get to the arena and my tickets had 
these three magical letters on it called SRO. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. All right. Well, I'm about to educate you on this. Uh, my ticket said S like uh, section 16 SRO. And so I didn't know what this meant. I've been to many arenas and shows before. So I find an usher and I said, hey, this says section 6R or 16 or whatever. SRO, what does that mean? Oh. And uh, the usher kindly points to the top of the arena and says that stands for standing room only. And so I had to go to the very top of the arena, which there was a lovely uh, white box that I got to stand in for the entirety <laughs> of the game. I at least had a cup holder, but it sent $250 for two tickets just to stand at the very top of the arena. I would rather sit on my couch and watch the game from the television. <laughs> <laughs> I could have almost bought the Oculus virtual reality goggles you for that have. much, you know? So that's what I'm saying. I do think this will be interesting tech and whether it's NFL, NBA, that is happening more and more. You can have such a better viewing experience at home anyway. Yeah. Why do you need to pay all that money? You don't. So check it out. Get yourself a pair of Oculus virtual reality headset goggles. Go to the TNT, uh, NBA and TT, TNT VR app. Check it out. I did go to that, though, and watched all the reviews. And it must not be really dialed in quite yet because a lot of the reviews were saying it was kind of sketchy and it yeah. wasn't really dialed in. Right. So, but I think maybe next year, by next season comes they'll around, have it. Yep. they'll have it dialed in a little yep. bit better. Awesome. All right, moving on with some more tech news. We have the Samsung Galaxy Fold. And for some of you big cell phone users, you like to have the latest cell phone. Uh, Samsung hasn't said anything official, but according to a Korean website, the company is ready to soon ship the controversial $1,980 Galaxy Fold phone. Tech critics discovered a flaw in the phone, which bends into two pieces and saw screen breaks. According to Yonhap News, Samsung came up with a solution in a protective plastic layer over the display. The layer was the problem in the first place. Several critics yanked off the protector, according to CNET. To stop this from happening, again, Samsung apparently extended this layer so it's under the bezel and the edge isn't on the screen to tempt you. So we have this massive expense of foldable phone it's basically like two phones slapped together just slap both your phones together that's what it is you fold it open with one main screen that's basically what this phone is right but it just has a like i said it had this people were tearing off this covering which wasn't <laughs> supposed to happen and it was just really screwing things up and and tons of pro real prominent youtubers were giving really bad reviews wow. to this phone so they they had to scramble really quick wow. but i do think kelly i think this is the future you know again i was telling you beforehand we are trying to get to the place where we can do everything on your phone so if you're a youtuber you have video quality that's superb. You can do it on your phone. If you're a YouTuber or, or, or a video editing or a photographer or calling or if you're doing documents, the goal is yeah. to get rid of that laptop right? and, and everything's on that phone. That's what we're trying to get to. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I, even an old goober like me, I, I'm, gosh, I'm stuck to my phone. I, I don't do a lot. I do text. I do emails. I do uh, photographs and things like that. And I those are a lot of fun. But uh, it's it is getting better and better and better. I think. Yeah, and it's scary too. Like I I don't really watch TV much anymore because if I if I watch something, I'll typically watch it on my phone real quick, right? Via YouTube, I'll listen to my phone. I mean, just we are so dominated. So I do think, although it's not perfected technology, I think foldable phones is really going to be. It's going to be happening. Yeah. And with tech, everything, you never want to get the first gen. I'm no. a b big believer in that. You want to wait till second, third, fourth gen. 
I mean, right. even think of, you know, go back to the very first iPhone to where we're at now and how things have progressed. You know, that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always irritating to uh, uh, get that, that phone you've been wanting, you've seen advertised, and the next thing you know, you buy it the next day. They've come out with the net, the, the newest <laughs> yeah. model, and it's like, yep. uh, I yep. want that one. Well, back to some sports. It is uh, I'm a Lakers guy. My all-time favorite player, Magic Johnson, just quit the Lakers organization a few weeks back at the end of the season. Very controversial. Controversial. The Lakers' entire program team dysfunctional right now and so magic johnson spoke out the other day about tenure with the los angeles lakers he says he felt betrayed by gm rod palenka magic johnson said that he abruptly left the los angeles lakers last month in part because he felt betrayed by general manager rob palenka in appearance on espn's first take on monday johnson said he heard from both employees within the lakers organization and outside the organization that palenka was bad mouthing johnson how dare you insinuating that he wasn't working hard enough and that Irk Johnson, the former president of basketball operations and helped lead to a sudden exit. I, I started hearing magic that you're not working enough. Magic's not in the office. He said, people around the Lakers office were telling me Rob was saying things, Rob Palenka, and I didn't like those things being said behind my back. Johnson, a Hall of Fame point guard, also said he didn't feel like he had the decision-making power that he needed, citing the increasing influences of Joey and Jesse Buss, the brothers of owner Jeannie Buss, as well as Lakers president of business operations, Tim Harris. So things are not going well in la-la land right now. Yeah, it's not. And here's the thing, Rob. I recognize Magic Johnson's name. I don't know who you are. Yes. <laughs> exactly so what's up how dare you i mean magic is the man i my last name johnson and my wife wouldn't roll with this but i dreamed of naming one of my sons Irvin magic johnson oh you should wouldn't you that have should. been awesome yeah it's not too late you can have another one <laughs> James. <laughs> anyway man pray let's pray let's just stop right now and pray for the lakers and just hope everything gets better anyway well let's transition on to some food actually before we started the podcast we oh, finally yeah. partook of the bacon wrapped pizza amazing it was pretty good I, i'll go maybe out of scale on a 10 scale of 10 what would you give it there kelly um i'd go at least uh i'd go an eight uh, and i would go more higher but i'm a thin crispy okay uh kind of guy and yep. that's i mean that's almost like a deep dish yeah yes thing. yes uh yep. and it was really good yep i was th i was thinking eight too so we're on the same page yep. very good i don't yeah i don't like the the deep dish I'm more of a little thinner crust, so that would have been amazing if it would just been regular pizza or something yeah, like that. but it's still really good. And along with that, Little Caesars is going to sell pizza with Impossible's plant-based sausage. So Little Caesars will sell a pizza topped with plant-based sausage crumbles made by Impossible Foods for the pizza chain. The first time a national pizza chain is using a vegan meat substitute. Little Caesars, which is more typically known for its meat-centric items like a bacon wrapped pizza mm -hmm. will test the impossible supreme priced at $12 in three markets fort myers florida albuquerque new mexico and yakima washington this item comes amidst a surge in interest in plant-based products according to nielsen sales in the category grew 17 percent last year compared with a two percent growth rate for other grocery products impossible foods said its products are now sold in more than 7,000 restaurants including burger king white castle and red robin 
So what do you think these plant-based products uh, here, Kelly? I'm going to go negative on that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the taste of meat, go get you some good meat. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't, try, to, don't try to veg it up, please. Yeah, I know. It's still one of my funniest stories. When I was on the Daniel Fast one year, I came across a recipe for cabbage steak <laughs> and uh you know you just slice the cabbage like real thick and then you put these daniel friendly spices on it yeah and i literally was so dumb and desperate <laughs> for meat in the midst of this fast that i literally thought it was going to taste like steak yeah did it uh, no it did. <laughs> no it tasted like cabbage with spices on it so <laughs> oh, my. i think that might potentially be um what's going to happen here as well now, you know, there, I think that there's a push to to force us to get rid of meat. And uh, I'm telling you, you'll have a fight on your hands with me. Yep, that is true. So, Kelly, we like to talk <clears throat> cars here and the modern Christian dads. Yes, we do. Jeeps. Cop cars, you know, any kind of cars, things like that. Well, it is <laughs> Memorial Day weekend, and we're moving to that time where all these used car lots are going to, or new cars, used cars, trying to sell cars, Memorial Day weekend. That's right. And they get pretty desperate because they got quotas, et cetera, to meet. So I came across 10 dumbest giveaways car dealers like to use. All right. <laughs> so here's a few of them. The first one was scratch-offs, like the scratch-off lottery cards. You know those? Uh, yeah. You got a mailer that promises loads of cash for those with the winning scratch-off ticket. It's like picking up a free lottery ticket, but it's actually from your local car dealership, and you've got about as much chance winning something as you do with a regular lottery ticket. But you scratch away anyway, and lo and behold, you've won a prize. Just come into the dealership to claim your prize. Sounds good, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a tactic that's an increasing number of dealers have tried, and there have been several versions of it. You may have won a prize, but it's usually something small, or the scratch-off just has entered you into a drawing for the grand prize. It might be a clever way to drive traffic to the showroom, but in the end, it's kind of dumb. Yeah, it's just the old timeshare thing. <laughs> <laughs> this next one was funny. Buy a truck, get a gun. Woo! I finally saw, shot some guns Saturday. I shot a 380, shot an SKS, shot a 22, all kinds of good fun. Shot yeah. a bow gun. I was like, all oh, that's Southern a Missouri. Christian day dad. Yeah, right there. I was redneck Southern Missouri guy having loads of fun. All right, so apparently this promo has taken place at a few dealerships. One of those places, you guessed it, is Florida. Florida offered customers an AK-47 with a vehicle purchase. <laughs> Actually, customers received a $400 voucher for a gun, but the tactic worked. Sales doubled at the dealership during the promotion. A dealership in Idaho tried a similar deal and ended up giving away $60,000 worth of guns in 2012. Not a bad deal if you're a hunter that's awesome <laughs> that that's one's actually legitimate you know it gets you tempted at least yeah if you really needed a car then uh the next one uh, one of the hands on a car one of the zanier promotions out there is a contest to see who can hold their hand on a car the longest the winner then is given the car you've seen it in that 70s show there was an even a documentary about the contest the documentary itself is a fascinating story. The original footage was thought to be lost, but the filmmaker rebuilt the film using clones of the original 8mm tapes. I think this one is fun. This is one I, I want to try someday. Really? I, Have you seen this one yeah, before? But they do give you like every hour or so, they give you a little bathroom break and stuff. And They do? I think so. Okay. I thought it was just straight up. but uh, That would be incredible. I just want to see how I would do. I would not do well because I get up like four <laughs> times in the middle of the night because I'm an old man. But, uh, <laughs> 
All right, next one. If it rain, if it rains, it's free. Back in 2011, a St. Augustine, Florida car dealership ran a promotion that could have been a storm of trouble. Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, and St. Augustine told customers that if it rained at least an inch on a certain date, they'd get their cars for free. A total of 133 customers who made vehicle purchases in the previous month were eligible for the promotion, but the dealership rained when the rain uh, rained when the rain did not come. So no one won a free car. Oh, so what do you think about that? Have you done? I've not, I've not done anything any weird like promotions that. you've no. seen here in the Southern Missouri Carthage area. No, I haven't seen anything <laughs> or I've not done anything like that, but I'd be game for it. It'd yeah. be fun. <laughs> All right. When you get that new Jeep that's coming down the pipe yes, here, not too long Patriot. from now. What, what kind of gun do you think they'd give me if I bought a new <laughs> Patriot? All right. Or Gladiator. I guess it's Gladiator. Now, this one, I'm not connected with Kelly, but I, I think you can maybe hearken back to this one. New Coke is back after 34 years. Ooh. Thanks to Stranger Th- Things Season 3. 34 years after it debuted and then disappeared. New Coke is back. The often blind soda goes on sale online Thursday as part of a tie-in with the Netflix show Stranger Things. Coca-Cola announced on Tuesday. The third season of the show set in the 1980s launches on July 4th and will take place in 1985. I was six years old. How were you then? Older than <laughs> That year, Coca-Cola angered soda drinkers with the launch of a new version of its flagship drink. New Coke quickly became an example of misgaging consumer demand and remains a punchline. Three and a half decades later, the 12-ounce cans of New Coke made from the same recipe that sparked the 1985 revolt will go on sale at 5 p.m. Eastern at cokestore.com. They'll be part of a bundle when shoppers buy at least two limited edition Stranger Things Coca-Cola or Coke Zero Sugar 8-ounce glass bottles. Your take on that, Kelly? Uh, you know... You remember <laughs> New Coke? I do remember New Coke, and I, I wasn't a fan of that because I was the fan of the... Uh, was it good or bad, or what's what's the thing here? I don't remember that. You know, <laughs> to tell you the truth, in in eighty five, that's been a while back. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure either. I can't remember. Uh, you know, but I'm a kid that grew up on Coca Cola products. I, uh-huh. My my mom and dad, when I was five six years old, uh, bought a little Dairy Queen type restaurant, a little hamburger restaurant. And oh my goodness, I I live for the cokes and the flaked ice. <laughs> it was awesome. I, you know, my grandpa owned a hardware store growing up. And the one thing I remember in terms of soda was he had at the time a glass bottle mm. machine where you pulled out the glass yes. bottle yeah, and yeah. had like the strawberry and yeah. the grape. And, and that was my first encounter with soda, which was amazing. I mm. still, still to this day, I love drinking out of a glass bottle. I do too. I do too. You know, and used to, I, you remember this, uh, taking the collecting the Coke bottles and taking them back and getting a nickel refund yep. off it. My, I remember my grandma's garage, it was just full of Coke bottles. And uh, every year we'd load them all up and take them to get them uh, our deposit back on them. And then we'd head to the candy store. Woo! Yes. <laughs> so anyway, I don't, the one that's memorable to me is a clear crystal Pepsi. That's probably one of the first. Do you remember that one? I don't they remember. Re, they came out with that not too long ago. Clear Crystal Pepsi. I, anyway, you know, they it's it's one of those things when it comes to sodas, I think people mostly love the originals for the most I, part. I think you're right. As much as I love Mountain Dew and its many flavors, I appreciate value and love all of them very <laughs> yes. much, but there's nothing like the original. Yes, that's right. <laughs> all right, one more news note here. We'll dive into our spiritual talk today. Patriots signed Super Bowl MVP. 
Julian Edelman to two-year extension through 2021. Per reports, the New England Patriots have extended one of their key offensive players, Julian Edelman, the MVP. The veteran receiver has signed a two-year extension that will keep him under contract through 2021. According to ESPN and NFL Network, its, it's worth is $18 million, $12 million guaranteed. Edelman, one of Tom wow. Brady's most trusted targets, top slot receivers in the NFL, will turn 33. On Wednesday, he has played all 10 seasons in the New England after the team selected him in the seventh round, 232nd overall pick, a 2009 draft. Aside from missing 2017 with a torn anterior cruciate ligament, Edelman has been one of the worst, more, not worse, sorry. Uh, that was that was like the hater coming out of me, I <laughs> yeah, guess. Yeah. The more consistent, productive mainstays in the New England's offense. So if you don't like the Patriots, not a good sign for you. And who does? <laughs> but it will be interesting to see how long Tom Brady can keep this up. You know what? I think I think he's probably got another five years. It's just clearly the Giselle factor, oh you know, or something, right? Yeah. Tom, <laughs> well, Tom, Tom. Yeah, well, God bless you. Uh, we're going to dive into some spiritual talk. We actually touched on this on our last episode, Kelly, and I want to go back to it because I'm just... I'm ranting on this whole thing. Being greater? Is yeah, that what we're going to uh, yeah, talk no, about? No, I'm going to talk. So I want to talk about the one word that I want to kick out of our church. I want to kick out of my life. I want to kick it out of your life. I want to kick it out of your mouth. I want to kick it out. Of, I think you just want to kick me. Yeah, yeah. Or punch or something. <laughs> yeah. um, but one word that I want to get out of our physical and spiritual life is that evil, horrible word, someday. Oh, yeah. Someday. Yeah. Someday. And I was just thinking about that this week, that word someday, uh, getting that word out of our spiritual life and how that affects us. Uh, and I want to talk about it in three particular ways. Because, you know, someday, how often do we use that word in our lives, right? All the time. All the time, right? In the good. And typically, it's usually bad, right? It could right. be, uh, I talked, I was talking before about uh, our, our houses, right? It's like, well, I got him, Pastor Justin, let's throw him under the bus real quick, just for fun. Let's do you it. Know, someday I'm going to mow my yard. I mean, it's only three <laughs> feet tall, Pastor Justin. Someday you might want to mow your, uh, <laughs> mow your yard. Or and, then pay, and then pay your neighbor kid five bucks to do it. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> but, you know, uh, someday I'm going to build that shed. Someday oh. I'm going to repaint the house. Someday I'm going to, but you know, we start using that word. Someday I'm going to go on a mission trip. <laughs> Someday I'm going to go on a mission trip. Yeah. Someday I'm going to start working out. Someday I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Someday I'm going to stop drinking Mountain Dew. Never. Oh, you've, got uh, to, you've got to get <laughs> off of this because you're killing me. <laughs> but you know, really, you know, think about this. Someday I'm going to do this. And I was sharing with you this story. Maybe it wasn't yeah. on the air. I can't remember, yeah. but we were talking about, you know, I'm the pastor of Grace Point. You're on the team. You're on the yeah. leadership team. And we were talking about, you know, we have to do these routine maintenance things right. in the church. And we were talking about one of them that needed to be done. And I was talking to someone and it was, you know, they said that dreaded word. Someday. Well, someday we'll get to that. Yeah. Which means we'll never get to it. Right. And, and I was thinking about, man, I, I hate that word. Yeah. And I think about how that affects the life of the church. You know, someday we're going to do this. Someday we're going to do that. And really, I'll, this is really kind of my ending point, And I'm going to say it now, but the effects of someday are always detrimental. 
Yeah. They're never positive. No, you're, I can't think of a one. <laughs> right? And so here's where I want to encourage us today in three different areas in regards to someday. Uh, and I want, I want us to switch our mentality from using someday to today. I from like it. someday to today. I like Switching it. that in our vocabulary. Because number one, here's the first thing. Today is the day of salvation. Yes. Luke 19.9 says, Jesus said, today is salvation day yes. in this home. Here he is, Zac- Zacchaeus, son of Abraham, for the son of man came to find and restore the lost. You know, today is the day of salvation. Yes. Today's salvation. I love how Jesus said, I don't even know what version that is. Today is salvation day in this home. I love it. And I think about how the church, you know, we see our community that's lost. We have family members that are lost. We have loved ones that in in our view, our perspective of the Bible, there's a heaven. Yeah. There's a hell. Yeah. Apart from the salvation work of Jesus, you don't go to heaven. Yeah. Which means you go to hell, okay? You yeah. know, like not afraid to say that because I was on that pathway once in my life before yeah. I had Jesus. You know, today's the day of salvation. I think sometimes we're like, you know, that think of that person in your life right now, whether co-worker, family member, you know, someday when it's the right moment, yeah. I'll tell them about Jesus. Yeah, that's not good because we're not promised tomorrow. Right. It's today. Today, today is all you have. Today is the day of salvation. Yeah. So I want you to wake up and be aggressive about that. I remember one time I preached a sermon series uh, back in, I can remember it, the fall of 2011 called Erasing Hell. And I talked about how, you know, if Hell is really real, mm-hmm. and if we really believe in it, which I do, yep, I do as too. a follower of Jesus, then that really should change my lifestyle and the, yeah, my perspective. Uh, the you know, like how I invest my money, my time, my and so today is the day of salvation. Yep, you know, I mean, if if people are going to go to hell apart from Christ, then I can't wait for someday. No. to tell them about Jesus today. Yeah. Come on, yeah. is the day, and for Jesus. He was like, hey, Zacchaeus, today. today's the day, yeah. not tomorrow. I don't want you to think about it. I don't want you to pray about it. <laughs> well, that's another one that gets me too, is I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pray about it. <laughs> today <laughs> is the day. Yeah. Today is the day. And so I want to encourage you, dude, today is the day to bring salvation in Jesus into the lives of people. Yeah. Stop screwing around. Stop waiting for some day because that day is not going to come or it might be too yeah. late. And then tomorrow, uh, the, well, yesterday never comes back. Right. It's, and there's always regrets with that. The second one is, is changing from someday to today in terms of following the commands of God. Deuteronomy eleven twenty seven says the blessing, if you listen obediently to the commandments of God, your God, which I command you today. Today. So God was like, when he started telling his children and giving them commands on how to live. Yeah. He's like, I want you to start doing this today. Yeah. Not tomorrow. Today. Yeah. Start obeying the commands of God today. And I think about that in our lives, you know, like, you know, I mean, I'm not really reading the Bible, but someday I'll. Yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah. You no, know, today. Yeah. Start reading your Bible today. You know, well, my, my prayer life isn't very good, but you know, someday I'll. Yeah. No, today. Wow. You know, I mean, you know, I know that God has something for me and someday I'll, <laughs> you know, today, Yes. you know, and, and which leads to the third one is change your, your someday today in terms of the calling of God in your life. And this is the one that has 
driven me bonkers. I'm not perfect. I'm not a superhero. I'm not the greatest preacher, the best Christian. But Kelly, I have met so many people waiting for someday to live out the calling of God in their life. And it, it, frankly, at this point, I'm not even mad anymore. It just, I was mad. And still, I guess I do get kind of mad, but it just breaks my heart to know that they are going day after day without living out what God has for them. Yeah. Just waiting for someday, the right moment, the right time to do what God wants them to do. Yeah. It's, it's, you brought it up some, someday I'll go on a missions trip. Yeah. Someday I, you know, and most people, they, they want to say, well, I don't know that I've been called. You've been called. <laughs> yes. you're, you're called. You're a child of God. You were called. He, when he created you, he created you with a passion and a purpose, or he wouldn't have created you, you yeah. know? So today is the day to pursue that. Yeah. And, and so think, think about it in all areas of your life and be like, I want to I stop living for someday mm-hmm. and start living for today yeah. right now. Now, and here's where I thought, I actually brought this up in our, our regular Grace One Daily podcast as well. So I expect you to listen to it, but you'll, it'll be a repetitive rant. Uh, someday I'll, I'll but, get to it. But I thought a great uh, ending point is, again, the ramifications of someday are always negative. And I'll give you just a practical, physical example. For example, I just put up a new fence. Mm-hmm. And what happens is when you put up a new wood fence, you let it sit there for a few months to acclimate in the environment. Yep. But then you have to stain it. That's right. You have to treat seal the wood. Yeah. You have to seal it yeah. to protect it from the you know exterior things of life, wind, rain, etc. And if you don't treat it, mm-hmm. the effects of waiting longer and longer will become more and more negative. And what will happen? If, if I don't stain my fence... If I don't do that, then what's going to happen? Then it's going to deteriorate. It's going to start bending. It's going to start warping. It's going to get ugly. And then I'm just going to have to replace it. And to me, that was just a great visual of if we keep waiting for someday in terms of our spiritual life, obeying God, living for him, living out our callings, then we're just going to deteriorate. Wow, that's right, Pastor. And its effects are going to be detrimental to our lives and to the lives of other people. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've been guilty of that that deck that uh, not a fence but a deck of of matter of fact I even went to the so far as to clean it and prepare it and get it ready to seal. And then that someday just kept pushing it further and further meaning um, you can <laughs> you can rot inside. You can you can deteriorate if you keep putting off uh, your pursuit after God. Uh, reading his word, uh, living out his promises for your life. Uh, it's not someday. It is today. Yep. And your someday affects another's today. Oh, yeah. Because that's the goal. Is you, you living out your today affects someone else. That's right. Someone else's life, someone else's salvation, someone yeah. else's obedience. So stop it. You yeah. know, after this episode, Kelly and I, we're going to punch each other in the face <laughs> yeah. and we're going to hold each other accountable and hold you accountable. So hopefully I have beat this point to death in my life, your life, et cetera. If you listen to Grace Point Daily, you're going to be like, okay, fine, Pastor Jeremiah. <laughs> it's today. I'll stop saying someday. I'll start doing it. Good. That's the goal. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining on this, uh, this episode of uh, Modern Christian Dads. We'll talk to you guys next time. Modern Christian Dad
Christian dads, modern Christian dads, 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 dads.